Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning and welcome to Real Presence Live. We're so happy that you've joined us this morning. I'm one of your hosts, Brad Gray. And, and I'm Janine Bitson, and absolutely. it's a beautiful day here at Holy Spirit in North Fargo. Sunny and chilly, but it's, it's all good. That's part of the season, right? That's right. That's right. It feels good, actually. It absolutely does. And we are so excited to be on location at Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Fargo. This is fantastic. This is our first time being here. It is, it is, and it's just so nice uh, for Real Presence Radio that we've been going to some churches in our listening area, and it's just wonderful to host from those parishes. So we thank Holy Spirit for welcoming us. And the great thing about Holy Spirit is that they have a Catholic school, a Catholic elementary school as well. I love Catholic schools. I just love the ability for our students to to have this opportunity to pray in their school day. Yeah, no kidding. What a gift, right? Oh, it is. And then to be able to help lead us in kicking off our wonderful show this morning. Yeah, yeah. what a privilege for sure. And it is really cool to be here at Holy Spirit. For me, it was kind of nice because I, I only live a block away. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm way down in South Moorhead. So, uh, you know, it's a, a little bit of a journey, but that's all right. It is. But it's a great thing to, to be able to have the Holy Spirit here present with us as we discuss the things of the faith, um, as we go deep into the heart of Christ and, and, and seek to be transformed by that same Holy Spirit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Real Presence Radio listeners, we're so glad you're joining us this Mm. morning. Uh, We have a great show coming up. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, it is. I'm so excited. I uh, didn't know whether to wear my Pittsburgh Penguin cap or my Minnesota Wild cap, but I love hockey and I'm excited to have Matt. It is pretty exciting. And and all our guests. uh, For sure. So excited. In fact, our first guest, uh, this is such an incredible story and I'm excited to hear more, but we have Isaac Sean here. Uh, Isaac, tell us a little bit about yourself. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on, um, or us on. My wife became ill this morning, so uh, you will just get to hear me, and I'm sure she's listening in and will correct anything I've said in error. When <laughs> <laughs> so, we're, um, we're good tag teams, husband sure, and wife, yep, right? Sure, right, right. Um, Corey and I are originally from North Dakota. Um, we moved back to North Dakota about six years ago. Uh, we live in uh, North Fargo. We attend Holy Spirit Parish. Uh, we have um, four children, uh, an adult daughter that lives in Rochester, Minnesota, and then the, the three children um, that we adopted uh, here about a year and a half ago. Hmm. Wow. Well, and that uh, is what Corey has come to talk about is this amazing adoption story. And it is uh, the month of November Mm -hmm. is National Adoption Awareness Month. And so what what better way, you know, to celebrate National Adoption Month uh, with your story? Yeah. Yeah. So you said you had mentioned, Isaac, that you have three children that are adopted. Can you tell us, you know, where does your journey begin with regard to adoption? Sure. Um, our journey began uh, really moving, moving back here and becoming more in, ingrained in our our faith life here, uh, with our with our parish, with our friends, with our family, and and through that time, 
um, we felt we had abilities that we could offer. My wife's background is in, in kind of the social work and counseling uh, field, and she had approached me uh, and said, you know, do you think we could do some foster care? And uh, I was pretty resistant at first. Um, and one day I was <coughs> sitting on the couch. Uh, it was just my wife and I at home. Uh, it was probably 6.30 in the evening. We had finished supper and I'd already had on my comfy clothes. And I remember flipping through the channels and kind of not finding anything on. And this almost sense of, what am I doing? And I, and I it really at that time just kind of was pierced with this words of, you were made for more. Hmm. You can do more. This wasn't supposed to be that easy. Hmm. John 1010. 10. Yes. Yeah. And so um, put the footrest down. I walked in the kitchen and I said, you know, I don't think it's supposed to be this easy. Hmm. And so let's let's explore. Kind of it started with the foster care world um, or, or, or kind of getting licensed for that. And, and through that also felt that, you know, we would <coughs> fill out kind of the adoption paperwork just in case something came up in the future, it wasn't necessarily forefront on our mind at mm -hmm. that point in time, but just that we felt we had abilities uh, that we could do more and give back. So, so we explored that world. Um, we we uh, did some respite care with foster care mm -hmm. to kind of start, and then we did have a, a placement for about a year, year and a half, uh, kind of prior to this adoption, the placement was different than these children. Um, and probably about maybe six, eight months into that placement is when the r story of this adoption or, or the saga, if you will, really, mm. really took off. So. Oh, that's fantastic. There's a lot of steps in that process, like you were saying. You talked about that little bit of resistance you had and then that that moment was your wife always thinking about adoption was it like she was for it and you were like the resistant or yeah kind of where that took off was um so we'd been doing the foster care uh and through that time it was identified that the children we had would be kind of after the school year transitioning uh back home um which was a good thing Mm -hmm. And we were in the process of changing over uh, when you're when you're a part of it. The the workers um, one had transitioned out, and another one was coming in, and they had stopped by our house to introduce the new worker and uh, through Ask or Catholic Charities. Mm -hmm. And while sitting there, the the individual said, "You know, I just feel compelled to say your name's kind of been." thrown around a little bit as hey you don't have anyone in the home there are these three siblings mm. um, would you consider it and we talked for a little while and both my wife and I remember when she left the door we kind of looked at each other and said three uh, <laughs> uh, find, find a different home um, and so you know initially there um, a, a few weeks went by and through conversation my wife and I both just kind of said have you ever thought about those three kids i said yeah it's been on my mind she mm. says, it's been on my mind and so we recontacted that or asked and said you know we'd like to come in and learn a little bit more about this um sibling group and and where that uh just to see if there was a match to see how things were um 
that took a little while kind of going back reading through um, the children are were older so the files were more um, or larger if you will sure. um, they'd kind of let us know we had a few weeks to decide or discern if we wanted to be considered as an adoptive option um, that they were going to kind of look at anyone that was interested and in, in move forward and so with that timeline you know there was like I said certainly resistance mm-hmm. and, and the devil starts to put doubt in your mind about mm-hmm. something that could be so beautiful but yeah. starts to say you know how would we do this you know obviously there are the financial things and the time commitments right. and all those things that come with come with that and so uh, we took it to prayer um Best place to take it. Both (laughs) independently and and really kind of at the end of that couple weeks had felt we we had each kind of independently received some signs and um, without all the the details, you know, kind of came to um, God will provide Mm -hmm. and that we have the ability and it won't be easy. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, my wife very vividly heard that this won't be easy. But I will be there with you. Yeah, oh, and you know, um, kind of at the end, we were apart. I was away on on on, on some business and talked over the phone and said, "Yeah, let's put our name in the hat." And we were selected. Wow. Uh, very shortly after, they moved in uh, for a little period of time prior to the adoption finalization. Um, it's kind of the process that it goes through so for several months, and then. Um, a year and a half ago, March thirteenth was the day we adopted them. So we're wow, we're up through about a year and a half. Fantastic! Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, we just want to thank our listeners at Real Presence Live. Uh, we are. Uh, Brad Gray, and my name is Janine Vincent. We're your hosts today, and we are so grateful that Isaac Sean has joined us uh, here at Holy Spirit in North Fargo to tell us about his adoption story with his beautiful wife, Corey, who unfortunately isn't with us. But uh, Corey, I know you're listening, and we are just so grateful uh, for your listening to the Holy Spirit in this beautiful, beautiful adoption story. So when you talk about the the joy of finalizing the adoption process, process um tell us what it was like when they entered your home yeah when they entered our home certainly um there were a lot of emotions you know children coming out of foster care um generally speaking have had uh, a history of trauma Mm. and and so you know it it didn't come it's not all roses and rainbows and everything like that but at the same time you know we through the classes and stuff had kind of been prepared for those things and and both of us remember that day when we when it was finalized just filled with the holy spirit and on top of the world and the the powerful emotions that we felt when it was you know will you take these children and Mm -hmm. raise them as your own um almost brings tears to my eyes right now um it was very powerful and and in the time, I mean, there have been certainly trials and tribulations. Sure. Um, there are ups and downs. Um, but, you know, as with children, there are many hard days, but those five minutes of awesomeness yeah. carry us through those hard times mm-hmm. and remembering that there's something. And, you know, over the past year and a half, we've really, we've really um, been blessed to grow as a couple yeah. because of this to to grow as parents um you know learning about 
ourselves individually and as a couple when we experience those trials and tribulations and and taking those to prayer and knowing that you know you said you would provide and and Mm -hmm. we got to trust in that each and every day and you know some days are certainly harder than others but in the end it it is uh i think we we encounter uh hardships or sacrifices in our lives to to prepare us you know and to continue to shape and mold us and and that certainly has been what it what it was about you know my wife had this quote that she would have shared today and it was a child born to another woman calls me mommy and the magnitude of that tragedy and depth of the privilege are not lost on me Mm, and and we really believe that that our adoption and joy came through loss Mm -hmm. ultimately and we remember that each and every day that that this is great and it will be great but that it started with loss and and we have that privilege and that responsibility um to to raise these children Mm -hmm. um to bring them up and to and and to really make them successful so yeah and and with that quote that your wife wanted to share you know every cross does have a resurrection when Mm -hmm. we trust in that Mm -hmm. and that god can help lift us out of that um and that's so beautiful and and we also need to remember as husband and wife it's our job to help bring each other to heaven Mm -hmm. but also as parents to bring our children you know to heaven and here you're giving that wonderful opportunity for your three adoptive children to to live that faith life here at holy spirit and to grow you know as a family so it's really really beautiful yes yeah it's you know i think there's something particularly incredible about the the gift of adoption in that it reminds every one of us of the reality that we are adopted right. by god the father you know that there's a love we've been chosen that divine adoption we're cared for and i, I think that's just such a, a poignant powerful reality um you know so we, we're coming down to the last minute but are there any words that you would say isaac to others that might be feeling that tug about you know the lord might be calling them to consider this yeah, you know, you said you said about that adoption, and and you know, it's written that it was not you who chose me, but I who mm-hmm. chose you, and that that really what adoption is is about. God chose us, and um, my wife and I, Corey and I, would just like to encourage anyone out there that you know, as a Catholic Christian, feels that they could do more, and and to give back, that they should you know really explore it, mm-hmm. and and not limit themselves to that initial resistance whether that be through county foster care treatment foster care ultimately you know an adoption pathway um there are many resources out there for that but i would encourage people to take that to prayer to discern it to explore it because there are there's a great need in our country to care for our Mm -hmm. children you know the those that take care of of the little ones take care of me you know and and, um we get to live that privilege every day and i would encourage uh, the listeners out there to to really explore what they can do as well fantastic well thank you you so so much much. yeah what yeah, a, thank what a you treat for having, having us. you guys on. Uh, well, we are going to have to step away. We're coming to you live from Holy Spirit Catholic Church in Fargo, North Dakota. This is Brad Gray. And I'm Janine Bitson. And you're tuned in to Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.